0: but where are you really from?
1: But where are you really from?
0: Hi, I'm Jesse Lynn,
1: And I'm Angela Lin. Welcome back to another episode of But Where
0: Are You Really From? This week, we are pondering the meaning of meaning for each of us. I think as I have approached approaching my mid-30s I'm thinking more about what legacy means and what impact means and how to use that to kind of focus the rest of my life and I think I'm not the only one that's thinking that way I feel like a lot of the friends that I've talked to are really struggling to find like what does it mean for us to be be here and like am i leaving some kind of footprint on the earth in society at the end of the day that's worth something and like how to even think about that like what does that even mean for you to leave something that is worth something or something to who to what whatever and i think angela also wanted to talk to this in the lens of different societies as well right because you were recently living abroad and had a different kind of experience with that
1: yeah totally i mean we grew up in the u.s and then i just spent the last year living in largely japan and korea and this was top of mind for me because i feel like throughout my 20s and into now, I had already been pondering this idea of kind of like, especially when it comes to like career, right? Like, how do I find something that feels like there's meaning to it? And every time we say the word meaning, I feel like it's this kind of like in quotes term, because I do think it means different things things to different people, but in the U.S. it often is related to career things. And the reason why it's top of mind for me to kind of compare it across societies is like when I spent a lot of time in Asia and when I'm in Spain with Ramon and his family, I just feel like there is a different sentiment around what meaning there should be attributed to work as opposed to like your life outside of work. There's just like a lot that we can pick apart with this topic because it is such a like nebulous kind of concept. and I do think the society that you live in and the ideals that that society puts on a pedestal really affects the way that you think about whether or not you are deriving meaning in whatever you are doing in your life.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with that. And, you know, puritanical roots society aside from the old days, I feel like a lot of the times we're not thinking about upending the system that you're in almost and you're just trying to maximize the best of it or get the best out of it. And that's kind of how I've thought about it. Like, I feel like I'm never going to be one of those people where I go to work every day and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so fulfilled. Like, I'm having the time of my life. I really love everything that I'm doing. I think I'm one of those people that's going to come to work and I'm going to be like, this is challenging to me. This is interesting to me. I like doing this. But I don't think I'm ever going to have that kind of connection that I feel like some people talk about when they talk about work. And I think that a lot of people try to find that passion at work because you spend so much time at work and it's like a huge part of your life but sometimes i wonder like maybe that isn't the right path for everyone like having a full-time job maybe isn't the right path for everyone and you don't really get a chance to question that until you're like in a comfortable place and you're like oh wait like is this what i want to do for the rest of my life i recently just had that like mathematical dot in my head where i'm like i could live like 100 more of my life and i'm gonna be working that whole time versus like I'm 32 right now and I've only been working like maybe like a third of that time. So I'm like, ooh, like, is that really what I want to be doing for 30 plus more years? Am I going to find that fulfilling? And like, does it matter to anyone? Because it's almost a sense that like, it doesn't really matter even to me.
1: Yes, honey. It's something that (laughs) everyone has to figure out in their own time like whether that's true for them or not, that like work needs to kind of define them and the value that they also kind of see in themselves. Because for me, as somebody who's like really type A, I went to business school, you know, like you are surrounded by people who also think the same way of like, oh, success in work is happiness or is achievement, is fulfillment, is finding meaning in your life. Maximizing like you said this kind of like existing sandbox or playbook. Winning the end game of that means that you're like gonna be happy and like gonna be respected and like all this stuff. And so I feel like in the U.S., work is often put above all else without questioning really why that is the case and so I always operated that way until a few years ago. I never thought about it. I never stopped to think about it. I was just like oh I'm gonna like collect these name brand companies to work for. I'm gonna put in 150%, keep getting promoted, keep getting raises, like do the next big thing and like that's it. That's like easy and like it's what I'm supposed to be doing. And then it wasn't until we started doing this podcast as a hobby that I started feeling. Feeling like oh wait hold on does meaning have like a totally different meaning to me now that I have something I'm working on that feels bigger than just like checking off little success points you know and in our case it was hearing from listeners of like we're touching their lives in some way whether that be like because we're representing voices that they don't usually hear or like experiences that are like they thought they were alone and now they realize there's a much bigger community. All these things. And it, it touches more like a human element. So that was the first time where I was like, oh, meaning does not have to be related at all to like quote unquote work and like career success. And not everyone has to go through this whole like total 180 like I did where I like quit my corporate life and like did this podcasting full time. All my friends I feel like now that are in their 30s, most of them are starting to question where their career is really like the most important thing. Not to say they're not still like go-getter people and like wouldn't be happy to have a higher salary and promotions and whatnot, but I am noticing that like especially after we graduated from our MBA programs, everyone was like we gotta get like big jobs and like big money and blah 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 and then like Literally five plus years after that, all of them are kind of like, but why? Like now they're just like, okay, great, I have job, but I want work life balance so I can like live life outside job. And so that has been really interesting to me to see that like even people that are still within this like sandbox of corporate life and whatever are now kind of rethinking like, but why should I slave myself to this like corporate thing, knowing that kind of what you're saying, like this is going to be the rest of my life for like a, a for like. Many, many years, shouldn't I like find some fulfillment outside of work?
0: I mean, I obviously agree with that. And I feel like what a lot of people are noticing now is because now you've been in the workforce a little bit, right? You're seasoned to a certain degree, and you kind of know the game of building your career And it's like, do you want to play the same game for the rest of your life? Some people probably love this game and they're like, I want to play this forever. But most people are like, I'm bored. I want to like try a different, a different game. Like this isn't going to satisfy me for the rest of my life. I've like really kind of focused outside of work to really channel energy into like finding new friends, going out having, like, new and different, like, personal life experiences, because I actually did that assessment. We talked about this, like, forever ago. We did that assessment from that book you told me about designing your life or something, and I did that thing where I was, like, the quiz of, like, what are the things that are, like, sufficient in your life, and what are the things we're lacking, and the social part was, like, really lacking, and I was, like, I really, really need to find a way to, like, bolster that and put more happiness points there because I really do like socializing with people and I really do like making new friends and I feel like spending so much time at work like really didn't allow me to put my like time and energy into that
1: I'm going to caveat that kind of like everything that we're talking about we are talking from a very specific perspective of like white collar jobs being in a privileged enough place that we don't have to worry about Money Like we're not rich, but we're not like worried that we can't make a rent or whatever you know, so like I do think it's different for people that like are just scraping by or like finding it very difficult to just afford life because it's really hard to even think about like quote unquote meaning when you're just like oh my god i i I don't have time to think about that because i'm just trying to like make ends meet so i think we've talked about when we think about our parents versus us for example they were focused on survival so a lot of our cultural clashes with them with regard to things like career and whatnot is because they literally don't understand when we talk about things like meaning because they're like the fuck is that for like career equals money equals like safety so who cares about if you find any fulfillment in that so i just want to put that out there So like this only is true for people who are at least at a level where you are not worrying whether you can like make rent and like put food on the table. Hey listeners, wondering how you can support us? The biggest way is by increasing our visibility by following us on Instagram at Where Are You From Pod, on TikTok at But Where Are You Really From, subscribing to our YouTube channel under But Where Are You Really From Podcast, rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts, and telling your friends. The more people we can get to listen to the show, the more we can continue spotlighting different perspectives and stories. And if you feel so inclined, we're also accepting donations at buymeacoffee.com Where Are You From. Thanks, y'all. Anyhoo, pivoting a little bit, I mentioned that this kind of became top of mind for me because I was living abroad and I've spent a lot of time now in both East Asia and in Spain, where my husband's from. And I just feel like there's a much larger proportion or like default way of thinking about meaning in life outside the US where they are focused more on making their life outside of work pleasant having a good life outside of work is the meaning in life. Like, everyone works, but they don't necessarily need to, like, find their meaning in the work. They're just like, oh, I work a good enough job that I get the money that I need to, like, live a good life. And then on the weekends, I, like, go to the park. Like, Japan has such, like, fucking pleasant-ass things, right? Like, the cherry blossom season, I don't know if everyone knows about this, but spring is a very popular time in Japan because they have these beautiful cherry blossom trees everywhere. And there is a tradition where for these like one or two weeks where these flowers are blooming, people just go as groups, whether that's your like your co-workers or your family or your friends or whatever, to sit under the cherry blossom trees, eat a l- picnic, drink, and just be merry. And it's something that everybody does. And I just feel like the US, we've kind of lost that just like pure enjoyment of life like that's not a priority I feel like versus in places like East Asia and in Europe almost to a fault sometimes in Europe because I just spent a month in Spain and I was like y'all are living too good of life like you're so slow like nothing's happening right you're like do you really need to eat a three-hour dinner every night but like (laughs) but like they're enjoying life you know for what it is and like spending that time with really with their families and friends and stuff like that and like that is the meaning and it just reminded me really hard of I don't know if you all watched but I really enjoyed the Pixar movie that came out in the last two years I think called soul that Jamie Foxx played like the main character for it's about souls but it was like following kind of like a bunch of souls learning to find the spark in their life and I hope this is not a giveaway. I don't really think it is, but like the movie was set up in a way so that you think that everyone's spark in life is some sort of passion that you find, right? Like, and I feel like in the US, everyone thinks that you're supposed to like find some like passion. Like I'm super passionate about like jazz and like whatever. And that's like my whole meaning in my life. Whereas like the secondary character's main meaning and like the spark in their life was enjoying the little moments in life, like being human, like enjoying the rustling of the leaves when they fall from the tree and like enjoying the laughter of children when they run down the street, that kind of stuff. And like just the idea of enjoying being alive. And I do feel like outside the US, they get it more like that. That's the whole point of being alive. That's the whole point of making enough money that you don't have to worry about putting food on the table or whatever so that you have the luxury. Of focusing your attention and like enjoyment on connecting with other people and like looking at life with positivity.
0: I wonder if it's because, like, are those shared communal experiences that kind of everyone enjoys? Because I think about at my last job, I worked at a Polish company, and during the summertime, everybody in the head office was like, We're going to a cabin in the mountains, and like everybody. I was like, is this like a, th- a thing, like a thing for you guys? And they're like, yes, we love going to cabins in the mountains and just chilling. And I feel like it's a very homogenized experience where everyone feels part of it. And so you enforce this level of enjoyment where everyone feels like they can be a part of it. And it's kind of like when you're working a company and uh, one department has unlimited PTO and the other department has like 15 days because you can't harmoniously, right, have that because it's like only some people can enjoy forever time and other people have this kind of different picture of enjoyment. And I feel like that's how it is in the U.S. because you have, like, so many different ways that people want to spend their time culturally and also the fact that you don't really have a lot of time off anyways. So it leads to this, like, not enjoyment of life culture I feel like a lot of people think of the US and it's just like hustle hustle hustle
1: I do think the hustle culture and the individuality plays a huge role into why the u.s does not emphasize learning to enjoy life and doing it with people and there's so many reasons and Ramon will, could talk forever about this but like car culture he talks about a lot as like a big factor into why the u.s is less like social of a place because except for places like New York where you literally can walk everywhere or take public transportation easily to meet people in places like California and almost anywhere else in the U.S. you're dependent on the car to go places so like when you want to meet up with friends it becomes a whole thing where you have to like plan out like a month in advance and like be okay with meeting halfway and because it's inconvenient and blah 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 so it's not a fun or easy thing to meet up with friends as opposed to other places like in East Asia and in Europe, they're largely people-centric places like in terms of how the cities are planned so it's easy for people to get around to like meet up with people and stuff but i do think you're right about like the communal versus individuality piece of it too where it's just like the society has set it up that it's normal that you should want to hang out with your family or like your close friends or whatever whenever you have downtime as opposed to in the u.s we're just like tired all the time from hustling and trying to like make it for ourselves that like I mean there are definitely people that are like super outgoing and like need super extroverted energy and like to be surrounded by people all the time but I feel like a lot of people are just like fucking tired you know like life is tiring in the U.S. just trying to like survive or to hustle to make whatever make it means for you that you're just like I'm fucking tired and, like, you might not have that network anyway to, like, depend on, you know?
0: Yeah, I think the the mental load that everyone sits under in this grind culture, hustle culture, and also, like, literally the people who cannot make enough money to make ends meet, all of those worries of, like, where I'm going to sleep, where I'm going to eat, like, that very much crushes your ability to enjoy to to be open to enjoying you know i think of like archival photos you see of like people in the city in like the 60s and 70s in less wealthy neighborhoods there are moments you can see that shine through where people are enjoying their lives as best they can but i think the issue is that those moments they don't persist enough they're not available enough for everybody for a number of socioeconomic reasons. And so I, I feel like as you kind of come out of the wonderment of childhood into like adulthood, it just becomes so much more difficult to enjoy things because there's not kind of as you're saying the, the culture of it there
1: yeah and we talked about this ad nauseum in our quality of life <laughs> episode the first of this batch of episodes but like how do you even focus on just enjoying life when just trying to scrape by is so hard in the u.s it's too expensive to live your life I kind of feel like regardless of your income level like of course it can be much much worse if you're low income but I just mean like for example we're looking to buy a house in like our hometown right like Ramon and I are looking at that and it's incredibly expensive to the point where like even if you're making a six-figure high-tech salary job that everyone thinks is like oh you're the one percent you're really not it's like very hard to afford the mortgage if you can even afford it being someone that makes like relatively high income levels and then of course like then if you're low income and you're even trying to do like just make rent that's like fucking hard versus in Asia and Europe, even though people make much less money, life is a lot more affordable. So it's more likely that they're not struggling to just afford life. So they have the wiggle room and the kind of like cushioning available to them to feel okay about and even like want to pursue enjoying life outside of work because they're not just grinding to survive all the time.
0: I think that's why this topic of meaning connecting with enjoyment of life has grown in popularity amongst our cohort because we are now at a place where it's still prohibitively expensive to live in the US but like for those of us who are lucky enough to be in like a high paying white-collar job there is now time and space to really think about what do i really want to value in life and like what is this idea of legacy that you want to leave behind and what is this enjoyment that you want to have in life and i honestly think that that is one of the reasons why i think so much about it now because sometimes i'll be at therapy and i'll be like i don't really have like a lot of things to talk about like i if i lay out like the main areas of my life that I spend the most time on I can't really say that there's anything that is like problematic or disappointing or sad like everything's in a fairly good place and it's really just about figuring out like I have all these chessboard pieces in place how can I really just kind of like chill and enjoy everything that I've worked hard to get well listeners we hope you had a good time ride with us on this episode we'd love to hear from you if you're struggling with the same questions or maybe you have found your joie de vivre and like what it is that gives you meaning and gives you life we'd love to know what it is so let us know in the comments below or wherever you follow us on the socials
1: and come back next week because we will have another fresh episode for you then and until then bye, bye ciao bitches